So I, I just think that it, it, it all boils down to a bad deal negotiated on his behalf or by him and his team or whoever the balls or whatever. And that's the result of what we're getting. And this is just him hitting the reset button for a redo when they come back to the table, which I personally don't think we're going to see it anytime soon. Yes, Ring Kings podcast is back. We are here with another one. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening to this on Monday, well, you're either listening or you're watching on Monday because they both come out on Monday, either on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast. So thank you for joining us. I am here with my brothers, Rodney and Mr. OTR Mike. How's it going, gentlemen? I mean, it's not it's not going great. Like this, <laughs> I, I I don't want to be here discussing this. This is this is depressing. Uh, well, first before we get into that, it, uh, I mean, boy, before we get into that, uh, uh, quick apology to our listeners uh, for last week. Um, if you're look if you're looking for an episode and it didn't not come out, it's out there. It's just not on uh, the Ring Kings uh, the, the Ring Kings. Uh, podcast i accidentally put out the episode on our other show lunch break hot take so if you you know look quick plug shameless plug if you want to go over to check out our other sports channel uh lunch break hot take there is an episode i left it up there i was gonna take it down put it over here but i said you know what i'm gonna leave it over there um and i will put out some extra episodes uh for today so this is one of the episodes and then i'm gonna put out another one or maybe two We'll, we'll we'll see but you'll get some bonus content for Monday. All right. So, yes, we are here to discuss. Uh, I'm sure most of you, if you, if you are, you know, if you're following Bud Crawford, you've been you know, following what's going on. We discussed how the fight between him and Errol, Sp- Errol Spence has been, uh, you know, pushed back uh, at the very least. It may not happen. But Bud Crawford decided to talk about it. And he put out an IG live, a 20 minute IG live. I mean, I have a couple of clips here. We'll go over a couple of clips. Uh, and, you know, if you want to look through the whole thing, be my guest. Try to decipher what he's saying. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're going to, we're going to give our thoughts on it. But, um, yeah, gentlemen, uh, I'll start with you guys. Like, you know, whoever wants to take it. What are your what are your initial thoughts about it? Well, I guess, B, do, do we want to do we want to decipher what he's what he said? Like give it like a, a, a synopsis of what he said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just you know, roll with the clips and then uh, get everybody in the right frame of mind for this okay. conversation. So essentially, he's explaining why the deal went down the way it went down. So if you don't know, uh, him and Errol Spence were negotiating the fight. Uh, the negotiations broke down. He ends up taking the fight with David Avanesian on BLK Prime, bud. BLK Prime, all right. <laughs> and I'm saying Bud's name because he didn't remember the name of the of, of the uh, the company that's that's uh, paying him to do this fight. 
And of course, everybody's wondering well, where did this come from? Because nobody's ever heard of BOK Prime. In fact, our last episode that you listened to, we had to look it up, right? It's a it's a um an app for amateur boxing, right? So mm-hmm. that kind of that kind of confused me. Right? It's supposed to be for amateur boxers, but they signed Bud Crawford, they signed Adrian Broner. So I don't know how that works. I, I don't know. You know, it seemed weird. So this is supposed to be him explaining how everything went down. And um, look, I'm gonna play the first clip, and you know, and we'll we'll discuss that. All right. Here we go. <laughs> all in all, I have two companies, you know, that reach out to me that you know wanted to give me and Spence twenty five million dollars guaranteed. $25 million guaranteed up front. So a real guy like myself, I call Spence. Hey, bro, look, listen, you know what I mean? I got this company that's willing to give us $25 million a piece, guaranteed. What's up? What you going to do? He like $25 million. What about the back end? I'm like, dude, listen. If they make their money back, then we get 80-20. You know what I mean? It's simple math. I said, man, we got people all buying, the, buying I mean, still in the fight. <clears throat> they got the fire sticks. He laughed. He like, man, I got a fire stick too. I'm like, see? I'm like, man, ain't nobody really buying, you know what I mean, pay-per-views no more. I said, man, we get this upfront money, and we good. It's a no-brainer. No-brainer. No brainer. Okay. No brainer. Okay. So let's def- let's let's decipher what he said there. And again, I encourage you to go out there. I mean, you just just Google, look on YouTube, wherever the clip will come up. Lots of people have posted a clip. It's about twenty minutes. You can listen to the whole thing, full context. Okay. This is us breaking down, trying to interpret what he said. You know, if if you have a different opinion, please put it in the comments. Put it in the comments. Let us know your thoughts on it. You know, we're just giving you our thoughts on it. Um, but look. Basically, he got an offer. Uh, he didn't even say who it was from, right? He just said, um, he, he'll say later that it, it came from two hedge funds, right? I, I think that's in the other clip that I, I, I'm going to post. But, hey, you got an offer on the table for $25 million a piece, right? No brainer here, right? Errol Spence says, yeah, well, what about the back end? Meaning, what about the pay-per-view points? Right. Because, yes, you get that money up front. That's your purse. Right. And then, you you know, you get you get points off the pay-per-view. However many you sell, you get a percentage of of those sales. Right. Uh, but Crawford is like, why are you worried about that? Right. You're getting twenty five million up front. He says, hey, if the investors get their money back, it's 80, 20 split. I'm guessing he means, you know, they get 80 percent of the pay-per-view sales after they make their money back right uh you know i i, I don't i don't know right I, I i don't know about that but um i got the feeling from watching the clip that bud crawford is somebody that's just not used to making money off of pay-per-view sales right um he didn't sell i'm not even sure if any of his fights were on pay-per-view to be honest i think every fight that i've seen him fight was on uh espn plus right um, so I, I don't know if he's actually experienced that. He probably has. I don't, I don't know. But Errol Spence sells. Okay. 
like he's not getting you know he's not getting you know a million pay-per-view buys or anything like that but he he sells solid numbers so he's absolutely wants he absolutely going to ask for that that part of it and he's just like look man 25 million 25 million no brainer okay so that's what he's saying right there what are your guys' thoughts on that first clip uh listen <laughs> it, it sounds like a guy i think i mean you basically touched on it but it sounds like a guy um for the first time <clears throat> being in charge of negotiations for his brand or whatever you want to call it and um you know 20 again you pointed you pointed to it as well it's well documented that bud has not made but for as good as he is i don't want anybody to take this wrong for as good as he is bud is not known to be what they call box office right right he 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 doesn't he's not a household name even though he is really good he's not a household name and i think that was part of the beef with him and bob arum right he didn't feel like bob was doing enough which we agree with um so he when you're not box office right you don't make as much money as somebody as talented as he is could and should be making right so i think that's what he he's gone through and now he's trying to as he said get the bag now somebody calls you and say hey i got 25 million guaranteed up front that's of course the most money he's ever seen right in the fight or to get paid for a fight so of course to him it's a no-brainer right now errol spence it'd be the most he's ever seen for a single fight but i think errol um has made again well documented has what made more money than bud um he is more of a a pay-per-view draw than bud he understands that as you said the back end of the thing of that you know he understands it's just more than talking of this amount of money, right? Anybody can call and say that you saying it's hedge funds, you know, Spence came out to say, Hey, like all money ain't good money. You know, we don't know what the situation is. Then you talking about if, if the company makes their money back, that's 50 million. They, they weren't going to make 50 million off of this fight. Right. Right. So, It, 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 I guess it's just to me. It's just a dose of uh, reality that that needs to uh, set in for Bud on this situation. Like he really just doesn't. He looks like a guy that just doesn't know what he's doing handling the business side. And I'm not mad at him for wanting to control everything. Um, you know, a la Floyd and all of those guys who 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 have done it, but they also had a good team around them. And it, it seems like Bud needs to get a good team um, around him to help him in situations like this. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned the issues that he had with Bob Arum and not, uh, you know, not being promoted the way he wanted to be promoted. You know, maybe not getting some of the fights that he wanted to get uh, that would have gotten his name out there more, would have made him some more money. And, you know, I, I had agreed with that previously, but he's in charge now. Right. Uh, he's running everything himself, as he as he mentioned in the IG live. He is a boss, right? Uh, and who's he fighting? He's fighting David Avanesian. Nobody cares about that fight. Nobody's going to watch that fight, you know. And and he's it's set up for the same day as a bigger fight in Tiafimo Lopez and, and Jose Pedraza. 
and a, and a better card. You know, they have a lot of uh, uh, top prospects on that card. Nobody's going to see your, your fight against uh, the the 12th or 13th contender in, in the welterweight division on BLK Prime's app, you know? Uh, so, you know, he could have taken bigger fights. He could have fought, you know, Boots Ennis. He could have fought Keith Thurman. He could have fought, I can't say the guy's name, Stenorius. Stenonius, uh, he could have fought Virgil Ortiz, any any number of guys, but he chose to take what should be an easier fight for him, and a fight that nobody really cares about, nobody wants to see. Uh, but yeah, I, I think he he probably is looking at it and saying, yeah, this is the most money I've ever made. Let's go ahead and get that guaranteed, and and, and let's get this moving. But. I mean, like I said, who 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 even knows who these people are who are offering them this money, whether they could deliver on that offer or not. Uh, and it, which is why when he contacted Al Heyman about it, Al Heyman said, I'm not letting anybody touch this fight. So. Okay, my bad. I was muted. Um, yeah, so I, I, I was trying to look up BLK Prime. Um because when I looked it up before, it said amateur boxing, right? Mm-hmm. But if you Google BLK Prime, it's I guess I guess for Apple users, it's something. It's it's not boxing, right? It, they 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 stream. I'm not. Yeah, sure. I'm not it's sure. like when I looked it up, it's it's it has sports, it has movies, it yes. has like all types of things like that. So, um. I I don't know. I don't know if it's like a you know, like this a says, Netflix. Yeah, this says we provide easily accessible on-demand original multicultural movies and TV mm-hmm. series to inspire and entertain diverse audiences worldwide. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, you go over to the Twitter side. Um and when I first looked it up, BLK Prime on Twitter. It's BLK oh, BLK Prime Boxing. Boxing. Okay. Yeah. All right. I found it. BLK Prime Boxing. Uh, they changed. Oh, they they changed it a little bit now. It now it's just advertising the fight with Crawford and Avenesian. But the first time I went to it, it said it was an amateur boxing um, app. So, needless to say, it's not the most reputable of uh, platforms, right? So, yes, that's going to be a little weird and. Of course, uh, Aerospace is going to ask, what's up with this? Like, where's this money coming from? Right. How are they coming up with this money? Uh, who's backing this? Like, how's it? How's the pay-per-view going to work? Right. Um, yeah. OK. Twenty five million might be the most he's ever seen. But the thing with, with Aerospace is he's still looking to make more. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, as it should be, it's one of the, the biggest fights in boxing. Yeah. In terms of the the quality of the matchup, right? You know, so they they should both be looking to make as much money as they possibly can on this fight. I think the two of them making fifty million each is not out of the realm of possibility. You have you just had um, uh, uh, Anthony Joshua and Alexander Usyk make seventy five mil a piece, right up front. Mm-hmm. And granted, yes, they are heavyweights, and you know they're going to sell more. But Errol Spence and Bud Crawford, you know, they're reputable fighters, more so Errol Spence, right? And and it's about building it up. 
you can make more money than just that 25 million. I, I'm positive you can. And I'm sure that's what Al Heyman's looking at. It's just like, no, you, you gotta you gotta know when, when people are trying to scam you. This this looks like a scam. So yeah, because where where is the fight gonna be broadcast? What's the what's the marketing for the fight gonna look like and all that? You know, it's not just about are you know are they gonna write you a big enough check up front? You know, like there's a whole process that goes into putting on the fight. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna play this second clip here, and um, he explains when he went to talk to Al Heyman because you know Spence is not his own boss like he himself is. He didn't call me back, so I proposed it to Al. I hit up Al. I'm like, Al, listen, you know, man, I got this big hedge fund company out here. You know, they they claim they know you. Not one, but two. Not one, but two. You know, I mean, two companies willing to put 20 plus million in both of our pocket, guaranteed. Al tell me straight up, I'm not letting nobody touch this fight. Like, all right, cool. But I'm like, why? He like, why would you want to put a ceiling on you, on yourself? Why you want to put a cap on yourself? I'm like, well, that's not putting a cap on myself if this company is taking a risk. And, you know, risk, high risk, you know what I mean? High reward. Now, at the very end there, I think is, is the major disconnect, right? He said the company's taking a risk, right? And he looks at it that way because that's the most money that somebody's offered him up front. And, and look, he had a bad, I understand, but right. Uh, Bob Arum did not, did not do him any favors managing his career. So it's just a, a, you know, a lack of trust, but that's not how Al Heyman and Errol Spence are thinking. Right. Uh, you know, he said, why would you put a cap on what you can make? Um, there's no risk with with Errol Spence with the Errol Spence fight there's no risk like they they're the show right he what's his what's his nickname uh Mikey the big fish right the big fish the big fish they believe that they're a major draw so they're like risk there's no risk you're you know you got paid premium for us so that's the cost right um but I just don't think but understands that and this is first time on his own it's unfortunate. I don't know. I don't know anything about his camp. I don't know who who's managing him or or working with him because he's his own boss. He he said that quite a few times in the in the uh, the twenty minute clip is that you know he's a boss. Errol's not a boss. He got to go to Al Heyman, and you know Al's not not negotiating in good faith. So that's why you know like basically Al Heyman gave him an ultimatum, and that's why excuse me that's that's why. Um, he decided to take the David, David Avenesian fight. And then afterwards, he did say, you know, after that fight, you know, they can come back to the table. So that's his intention. Yeah. I, <clears throat> look, again, that that's just another clip that pointed out, um, you know, his lack of experience in, in negotiating his own deals. Um, you know, he took, he took what Al was saying as a, as him being greedy. Like, I'm not letting anybody take this fight. Why would you put a cap on yourself? But I feel like that is great advice, right? Like, $25 million, right? Yeah, they're giving you $25 million up front. But, again, what if it does sell $50 million, over $50 million, right? And then all of that money on the back end. So, the, so then you telling me the people getting 
if it does, if they get the company gets their money back, right? So that means they made fifty million, right? And then it goes for above that. Then that means they getting their money and then some, and you just coming away with your twenty five million. Now, of course, that's a lot of money, but um, it, I don't know. You, he he's just like like look. I like I like Bud, right? And I and I want to see. I like when boxers try to take control of their situations because a lot of times we spoke on this show before plenty of times about how promoters get in the way of some marquee fights happening and it's just it's just a mess for the game but um i also don't want to see him getting raw deals because he so much or so badly wants to be the boss which he can be the boss right you can have people negotiating on your behalf but they got to bring the offers to you and you say yay or nay like that's that's okay just have a good team around you be the boss that's fine but just have a good team around you i personally feel like bud negotiated this deal and then i feel like at the last minute he did speak to somebody maybe a lawyer because on this on that clip he talks about having a lawyer Somebody saw that contract that he agreed to with the non-guarantee, supposedly non-guarantee, and they told him this is a bad deal. Yeah. And I think the last minute he got out of this deal, he went and took a fight where he's going to make the most money that he's ever made, supposedly. So I just think that it, it, it all boils down to a bad deal negotiated on his behalf or by him and his team or whoever's the boss or whatever, and that's the result of what we're getting. And this is just him hitting the reset button for a redo when they come back to the table, which I personally don't think we're going to see it anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, that that's, you know, it, it kind of feels that way. Like you said, the, the rumor out there was that he agreed to take a percentage of the net uh, revenue, right? Yeah. And, or I guess, the, you know, the, the, the net profit, I guess. Um uh, and, and, you know, there was no guarantee in terms of a dollar amount. And that's why he was, you know, they were kind of going back and forth about him wanting transparency. And, well, actually, no, it wasn't even the net. I think it was the gross. And so he wanted to, to or was it the net? Yeah, yeah. So it was, I think it was, it was the net. And he wanted transparency into, you know, how they were spending their money, right? So that they couldn't kind of do what colleges and universities do in, in football and, that, hey, you know, we got all this money, and then oh, well, we spent all this money. We so spent we didn't it. Make yeah. Anything. yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a terrible deal if that's what he agreed to, right? Uh. And and you know now he's got somebody just random people who got his phone number. I don't know. Uh, guaranteeing him twenty five million dollars upfront, and he probably feels a lot more secure with that. And it just, I don't know, the way he kind of explained it on you know on the Instagram live. It, the feeling I came away with was the fight would go on. And then after the fight, you would see Bud Crawford in court trying to get his money. Yeah, that, you know, that's the impression that I got from the way that he, he was kind of talking about it. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I thought about too. I was just like, you know, when he couldn't answer, I mean, look, maybe he has an answered. He didn't say it. On, he didn't say it on the IG live, but it seems like when, they were asking him questions about these hedge funds and whatnot. He didn't have any clear answers as to, uh, you know, who's actually paying the money. 
you know, and it seemed like one of those things where just like, yo, it seems like a scam, right? Mm-hmm. He spun it as if uh, Al Heyman was saying, hey, nobody else is going to get in on this deal except for me, right? Um, and even that I can respect, right? Hey, I'm negotiating with my side and your side. We're not bringing in a third party, right? Um, but mm, yeah, even with BLK Prime, even with this deal, BLK Prime, you know, there's some rumors about who who's backing it and all that stuff. Um, but where are you getting this money from? Right. Because I'm trying to do some research on them. Like even their Twitter site, 700 followers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't even see them on Android. Right. I'm not sure if you can download it on Android. You know, I guess it's Apple exclusive. So so if you do want to see this fight, how how do you watch it? Like, that's my question, because um, there was another I, I, he said in the first clip when he was talking to to Errol about uh, don't not worrying about the pay-per-view buys because people still still fights. You know, I, I don't mm-hmm. know who does that over here. You know, we we are stand up citizens on this channel. So I can guarantee you that. But <laughs> he, is, he he talked about, hey, people got got. Um, which the fire sticks, you know, they, they they stream stuff and Arrow admitted, like, yeah, I got a fire stick too. This and that. Like, see, you know, you know, you know, people like people ain't really buying pay-per-views like that anymore. That's what he said. People ain't really buying pay-per-views like that anymore. So don't worry about it. And to me, that sounds like somebody that just isn't used to selling fights. Because yes, people do stream. Like people have always bootlegged. That's not that's that's not a new phenomenon that came along with um with 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 the internet people always find ways to, to bootleg stuff yeah. um so that's always been a factor but that doesn't mean you don't make money off of pay-per-views so in his, in his situation man like i i think he wanted to take what he thought was a secure bag and it might be i don't i don't know anything about these people but i don't know how that helps him in terms of his reputation and, and in terms of uh his exposure because that's that's important too so. Yeah, just a just a little um information on BLK Prime. Um, you can get it on Apple, Android, Roku, Fire TV, Apple TV. It is a um subscription site uh for three ninety nine a month, and I guess you have access to um their movies and um their other content. Um, one thing I do like about what I see here is, it, unlike some of these other sites, it does say in bold letters that the Crawford fight is not included with the regular subscription below. So <laughs> they make it clear that you nah, you're not getting it for three ninety nine. But yeah, so it is three ninety nine a month, and yeah, you can download it on those platforms. All right. Okay. So not knowing much about them, hey, maybe it's one of these things. If it's black owned, hey, salute to them, right? Salute to them. You you um you you're trying to get your app out there, and I ain't got I ain't got no problem with that, right? Um, and you got the fight, so hopefully this 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 helps you guys out. It, it I think it's more of a benefit to them than it is to Bud Crawford. Yeah, yes, Crawford is getting some money, but who's watching the fight? Like you you go do the fight. Nobody watches it. How does that? How does that help your bargaining power? If if Errol goes in and takes a fight with uh, what's his name, Stenosis or or um, or Boots Ennis, 
one mm-hmm. of those type of fights, how does that help your negotiating power? I think it lessens it, to be honest. Yeah, I'm looking at BLK Primes. They have about $5 million in revenue, in gross revenue. Uh, you know, they, they have investors, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it's not a, you know, they, they the deal that they signed with Adrian Broner was a three-fight deal uh, for $10 million. So, you know, a bit over $3 million per fight. Uh, the Bud Crawford thing is a is a one fight deal, right? And you know, I, I think that it, it feels like they're really banking on being able to pay him by selling a ton of pay per views. You know, like sell, selling a, a ton of pay per views for that particular fight because it doesn't seem like they just have the money on hand. Yeah, you know, to to kind of just say, hey, you know, this is we're offering you X million up front. That's what you're going to make no matter what. Blah blah blah. And so, you know, and if if they're worried or if they're looking to pay him off by selling the the fight, I don't think it's going to happen. Like, I don't think you're going to get that many sales for a Bud Crawford versus David Avenazian fight on an app that most people have never heard of. I hope, man, I hope that's not the case for everybody involved. Because listen, listen, we support black-owned businesses, right? As long as it's on the up and up. But I hope this isn't the case, man. I hope, you know, they do have some investors that, that can give him a secure money, you know, a secure amount of money. And whether they make their money back or not, he gets paid. Okay, maybe, they, you know, the investors don't make their money back. But, you know there's a positive out of it. They do get more, you know, subscribers and things like that. And it helps them down the road. Right. Because look, let's say, let's say I invested in BLK prime. Right. And I, I put up the money for this fight and we don't, I don't see the return right away. That's fine. Right. Cause you still got Adrian Broner. There's got a three fight deal. Maybe you get some other people, um, uh, to sign up for that. Right. Maybe you get some more fighters to sign up on it. And, you start to recoup your money over time. Hopefully, that's the thinking. Hopefully. I would hate to see a situation where, like B said, they're banking on them selling enough uh, fights for this one to pay them. That would be a disaster. I don't think people are going to. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I just never heard of them. And people aren't going to download an app for one fight. Right. And I think it's, it's just, you know, the idea of, well, we're going to have uh, Bud Crawford on the app, and that's what's going to get people to download it, and then hopefully, X percentage of those people sign up for our monthly subscription. I think is a little bit of a pipe dream. Uh, you know, the people are there for the fight, right? And from what I can tell, there's not a lot of original content on the on the the app uh, in terms of movies and TV shows and things like that. It, it's uh, from from what I can tell, it's mostly just older stuff. Uh, that they kind of licensed, right? And why am I going to sign up and pay you money to see old stuff? Man, I just, yeah. look, I, God, look, I want our listeners, listeners, viewers, subscribers, let us know what you think. Please leave your comments and let us know what you think about this. This seems like a whole mess. It does not look good on our, you know, for, for us. It does not look good for Bud Crawford. Right. It, it it seems like I believe Bud Crawford, by the way. I, I want you guys to know that. I believe Bud Crawford negotiated this thing by himself. That's what it looks like. Right. And that's not a good thing. 
right? And he and he just made it a point throughout that 20 minute clip to let everybody know he's his own boss. Arrow gotta go through Al, you know, you know, Al's his boss, and this is and that. Like, like that's a diss. It's not a diss. Al is very smart, right? Al negotiate. I mean, look, he runs PBC. Um, he obviously, you know, he works closely with Floyd Mayweather. Uh, every fighter, you know, well, most of the fighters I know have, have have nothing but good things to say about Al Heyman. So he knows how to get fighters their money. And if you're, if that's your business partner or manager, promoter, whatever, it would behoove you to go consult with him on stuff like this because this isn't he. Bud didn't say, "Hey, uh, Showtime got got a bag for us. HBO got a bag for us." Right? He didn't. He didn't come out there and say that. He said BLK or not even BLK Prime. He just said two hedge funds got a bag for us. Well, who are they? Man, don't worry about that. Man, they got they got the money. Nah, nah. That that that's just shady, right? Um. Uh, okay, look, I won't play these other two clips. Uh, they're real short, and this is another reason why I don't feel good about this because Bud doesn't seem to know even know where what platform he's fighting on. So let's take a listen. So y'all mad at me for going to get a bag? When did that ever happen? Y'all mad at me for going to get a bag? Come on, man. We're going to turn up with BLK Prime. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're going to do our thing, man. We stepping up to the plate, man. They turning, they turning boxing around, man. All the biggest fights, you know what I mean, going through them. All the biggest fights going through BL, whatever, whatever it is. All the biggest <laughs> fights are going through them. Him and Adrian Burrow, Andrew, Adrian Broner. Those are the, the biggest fights in boxing, I guess. Um, and he said it with a big smile on his face, like he didn't believe a word of what he's saying. And if 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 you know, you didn't hear him that time, right? Cause he messed it up. He messed it up. He he knew he messed it up. He said, "All right, I'm gonna get it right again." Take two. December tenth. You know what I mean. Tune in to BLK P B L B B L K Prime Black Prime, baby. We in the building. Tune in, y'all. If y'all don't, you know what I mean. Y'all some haters. If y'all do, you know what I mean. It is what it is, man. Support the kid. Listen. <laughs> If you don't support whatever platform he was trying to get out, because he didn't know what it was, <laughs> Black Prime, baby, if you don't support, you're a hater, okay? And if you do support, then it is what it is. You're, he didn't say you're you're not a hater. He just says it is what it is. Yeah. Um, this is why you have people. This is why you have promoters. This is why you have managers. This is why you have people that, that handle this stuff for you. You are a great boxer. That is your craft. You are a genius at that. That is where that is your lane. Not everybody can be a businessman. Everybody wants to be Floyd Mayweather. Not everybody can be Floyd Mayweather on that side, right? Great boxer and great businessman. Not everybody has that acumen. Those are two separate things. It's fine if you don't. Nobody expects you to. You just have to have a good team around you. And even with 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 uh, Floyd, he's always had Al Heyman in his corner. He didn't negotiate all this stuff on his own, right? So learn from that, man. D don't just go out there and say, hey, I'm a boss. I'm a boss, right? You sound weak when you when you say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, look, this is this is 
this is going to be a, a, a big test for him, right? Um, this will be – I don't know if he was talking about this situation being – a low risk, high reward, but I think it is a risky move, right? But I think it can pay off for him if it works. It's risky from the sense that what y'all already stated, right? That it's an app that nobody really knows about. Um, you know, you don't know what kind of telecast they're going to put on, who's going to be caught. Like all of those things are important. The undercard, you know, um, you know who's calling the fight, right? That that also is important. Uh, and, and the venue, in. yeah, the I, venue. I well, he's in, they're, in, they're fighting in Omaha, his 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 okay. hometown. Right, and is it gonna is it gonna be all amateurs on the undercard? Because you only right. have two pro fighters signed, right? So so that, where where in Omaha where in Omaha are they fighting? <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> he's he's fought in Omaha before, but um, you know. It's 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 risky because he's got to sell it right now, and if he doesn't sell it, it's going to be a knock against him, right? He's now going to be looked at as okay. Look, you're not you're not the big fish, right? So, you know, in in future negotiations against him, it's going to be those things are going to be considered if it is a pay per view event now. If it works, right? If he's able to put this this app on the market and, and and put it in in homes and get a lot of buys, if it works, then it then it it may pay off for him in the long run in multiple ways. Again, he can go to the table again and say, "Hey, man, look, I put an unknown app on the map, you know, yeah. from yes. me fighting." Yes. Or he can sign a long term deal with them or whatever if it all works out, you know. So. It's, it's, it is it is a risky move, um, and if it pays off, it can pay off well for him. We just we'll just have to see. But the Microsoft, the Microsoft, the the micro microscope will be on him in those numbers of how he, how well he does when he when he sells this fight. Well, I, and I think the the question you have to come back to uh, when you're determining that is, do are there even enough people? Who care to watch Bud Crawford fight to make it a success? Like That's what we're gonna that, find that. out. If, if also, every also person lie. who, yeah, if every person who who's interested in a Bud Crawford fight and just a Bud Crawford fight, because nobody's tuning in for David Avanesian, right? If every single one of them orders this fight. Is that enough to make it a success? I'm not sure That's that it a, is. That's a good point. That, that's a good point. Uh, it, it's you know. It's just been it's just been the knock on him, right? And and um, I'm sure you know him as a boxer, him as a fighter. He knows how good he is. He knows he's a great fighter, um, and I doubt that he believes that he is not box office, right? I mean, and I get it, but humbling yourself in those moments is 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 you know, it, 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 you rather I rather you humble yourself than somebody humble you, right? And you get humbled by these numbers, and then people talk bad about you um but it's like we said before it's documented right you know bob aram ha- has come out and said i lose more money with bud than i get right mm-hmm. and whatever that meant right clearly he was saying and in that and that was the start of the straining of their relationship obviously so 
it's just documented that he's just not known to be a big sell. And there's a lot of big, there's a lot of good fighters, great fighters who who just aren't. Now we get we grew up in the Mike Tyson, um, you know, Mike Tyson pay per view era. Then then we saw Floyd, right? So that Floyd, people look at Floyd as the bar, and that's the mistake. Like you're not going to do Floyd numbers, right? You're just not going to do that. Um, Canelo comes, I guess, kind of close, but I I think even compared to Floyd, those numbers are you know it's good but compared to floyd it's just it's it's regular so depending on what that bar is set at right because i mean typically a solid pay-per-view is what 200 250 buy 250k something like that yeah i can't see i can't see that that's a lot of buys right (laughs) that's a that's a lot of purchases now you know i do like how BLK is doing this is it's $39 and not $74. So $75. So that's a good start. You know, maybe that'll draw people into trying it out, but a lot, we will learn a lot from this in about a month. So we'll see. It's, it's cool that it's a lower price. It is. Uh, but you also gotta you know, keep in mind that price points are, you know, they serve multiple purposes. Obviously, you know, you're trying to generate a certain amount of income, uh, or a certain amount of revenue with your price point, but it's also, you know, company set price point to to communicate value to consumers, right? Yeah. So you know, and and this has, this is in video games a lot, right? Like the the top games cost seventy dollars, like the base uh, version of them, and then you know, so if your game comes out at forty dollars, people know that oh well, you didn't put as much money into this game, you didn't put as much development time into this game, and I should have lowered expectations for what I'm going to get if I buy this game. Yep. You know, and and you, you if you're not careful, you can have that kind of same effect. Uh, you know, when you're when you're pricing a pay per view, every single pay per view out there is seventy five dollars, whether it's worth it or not, whether it even should be on pay per view or not. But if you come out and you say, okay, well ours is is forty dollars, you know, uh, and, and you're headlining with Bud Crawford, who's not a, a huge draw, that could communicate to fans, this is not going to be the kind of production that you're used to. You know, so lower your expectations coming in. The other part of it is when you do lower it to $40, you got to sell a lot more than you have to sell at $75 uh, to, to make that same amount of money. So, you know, you ideally, like you, you mentioned Canelo, you know, he, he sells a lot, right? He's one of the higher grossing fighters out there. You know, Javante has a, has a huge following, uh, you know, obviously Tyson Fury and, you know, these guys. Ideally, if you were going to try to, build your app audience off of a boxer it would be one of those guys not somebody who's on the lower end who's still trying to come up themselves yeah i mean look i i think so here's my thing yeah bob Arum did say like you know he lost money with bud i, I just don't i don't like bob Arum. I, I already told you how i feel about him and and how he manages black fighters he doesn't he just i think he does a good job with them i think he's interested in and um, I think he could have done a much better job with Bud Crawford. There's nothing about Bud that you can't sell, right? Um, he could have absolutely he he could be much bigger than he he is now. Now, you know, he got Bud off to a, a, a very bad start in his career in terms of his his uh his star power, right? But man, if we're being honest, Bud should have just signed with Al Heyman. He should have, right? Going going uh the solo route i respect it 
but you got to know what you're doing. So you're there now. You're your own boss. And, you know, the the negligence, uh, nobody's going to excuse that. Like you, you, this is what you wanted. You're negotiating now and people are watching in real time. You make mistakes. Um, I, I, OK, let me not say mistakes yet, because maybe this, it, there's a chance that this does all pay off and then he'll look like a genius. Right. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. But at the very least, you got to get the company that you're working with. Uh, you got to get the name right. Uh, and I'll say this. Look, I mean, like I said, it, it, obviously, it could work out. But I don't respect going from negotiating with Errol Spence to I'm fighting David Avenizian. I don't, no. I don't respect that at all. Uh, and I think that, you know, regardless of how this goes, you know, Errol Spence is sitting there and he's getting, uh, you know, letters from the, the sanctioning body saying, hey, uh, you know, Ennis is your, your uh, mandatory. Uh, Stenonius is, is petitioning to be the, is mandatory as well. Uh, and, and also they're talking about Keith Thurman. Any one of those is a much bigger fight than, than Avenesian. Right. Yeah. So you're, you're not... You know, even if you you sell enough pay per views, I don't think that you gain any negotiating power against Errol Spence coming back to the table because he's going to likely have a much bigger fight than than what you've got going on with Avanesian uh, before you you both come back together and try to work this out again. Yeah, yeah. No, go ahead, Mike. You gonna say something? Nah, I was just gonna say I I, I agree. I I agree. It's it's look, man. We it's documented on this show. Like it's it's unfortunate. Like be open to show up. Like, we getting tired of talking about it because we we want the fight, but it just doesn't. It's just one more delay. And and listen, being honest, like, Bud is thirty five years old. You know, Spence is thirty two. So, you know, is it gonna be one of those situations where, you know, we get we get Bud at forty, you know what I'm saying, and and is is Spence at 35 36 whatever you know what i mean like it's just i don't don't know it's just i agree with you b even if you moved on from the spence fight there's there were plenty of fights you could have taken that could have uh changed the narrative right could have changed this narrative of saying okay bud bud is whatever people saying bug don't want bud don't want the smoke he ducking or bud ain't box office that's how you become box office right his his biggest fight to date is Sean Porter, right? And even though Sean P- Porter is a formidable opponent, um, he retired after the fight. So it was, it was, you know, he was towards or getting ready to get out of the ring, right? The way you make yourself uh, box office is if you go in there and you fight bigger names and you beat them up, or you, or like Tank, you just you're just an exciting fighter to watch. Yeah, but. And that could be Bob. That could have been to your points, eh? That Bob have, has hurt him in that regard because he didn't put him in there with better fighters, better better opponents. But I don't, I don't know, man. I I hope he's doing. Um, you know, I hope he's happy with this move. I hope it pays off. I really hope it pays off for him. Me too. Right? I I would not like to see him get burnt by this move, but it is something that is head scratching to say the least um and then watching that that live and just hearing him talk about certain things it's just like all right but like just at least get your get a tight team around you to make sure you aren't making these mistakes because you do have the ability to make a lot of money right now and um and doing it 
by and doing it at the same time as cementing your legacy in this game. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out for him. But I do think he looked really, really bad in that. And then Spence, him and Spence going back and forth on Twitter, like I just, I, I believe Spence on what he was saying. I just got this feeling that Spence ain't got he he don't got to hold no cut cards, right? And it was right. almost better if, like I was telling you yesterday, Jose, it would have been better if Bud just didn't say anything, right? Because yeah. at that moment. It was basically split. You had it was 50 50 saying Spence is the reason it ain't happening, and 50 50 saying Bud is the reason it's not happening. So we would never know. But now you coming out like that and just looking, it just looked real bad. So fingers crossed that we get the fight eventually. I'm just not, I, I'm, I'm not holding my breath on that. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, we'll leave it there. Um, and um, look. We wanted to talk some some Dimitri Bevo, but we'll save it for another episode. Maybe that'll be a, a quick bonus episode that we that we put out, like I promised. Um, but look, I, I'm gonna ask y'all, man. Like, what do, what do y'all think, the audience? What what do you guys think about this? There's a lot of boxing channels out there. Shout out to all of y'all, man. Like, and and some of these these people can break down the situation better than we can, right? Um, we don't we we don't we don't uh, proclaim to be boxing experts right we we are fans of the sport we've been watching the sport for for decades and um look we we watch it as fans and you know we like we like to give it from a fan fans point of view but these are type of things that do hurt the sport right because you know negotiations break down and you're trying to listen to the reasons why and it sounds it all sounds ridiculous right to to the average fan it sounds ridiculous and you know whether you're team crawford or your team spence because that's how boxing is right like you gotta be one or the other um you know okay like let's say if you're if you're a crawford fan and you're right with what crawford says and hey man like i i i'm with him and and he's right to do what, what what uh he's doing let me ask you are you going to download this app and are you going to buy the fight it's 40 dollars, man it's cheaper than than buying a 70 dollars fight right are you going to support him on December 10th when um, Top Rank has their their, their card stacked, right? Uh, like, are, are you going to do it, All right? If you're going to be in Omaha, Nebraska, are you going to go to the fight and, and fill up where he's fighting? Not stadium or I don't I don't know. Are you going to fill up the arena where, where he's fighting? Um, you know, I I, I know. We're gonna be at the other fight December tenth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oddly enough, um, so uh, yeah, like let us know. Like, are you gonna support? And I mean, you can say yes or no in the comments, or whatever. But the numbers will come out, and you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if uh, if you're really feeling him like that. And this is where boxing purists and and fans that that like to call people casuals and all that stuff. This is where this is where they need to understand that the casuals. Are, are are the money makers right that that's how they that's how these fighters make their money right are you gonna put your money where your mouth is are you gonna actually buy this so december 10th december 10th baby blk blk prime baby <laughs> let's we go turn up <laughs> we gonna turn up <laughs> yeah, All right. cause, cause the numbers don't uh the numbers don't say that you're gonna support crawford i'm looking right now and it says yeah, and granted, you know, you always take pay-per-view numbers with a grain of salt, right? I yes. mean, 
But this says uh, that Sean Porter fight did, reportedly did 135,000 buys. Okay. And that's I, and that's with a guy who's who's a star in Sean Porter. Yeah. I think for this platform, I, I don't think they need, I mean, to do, I think if they did something like that, that would be great for them. Right. If they got that many downloads and, and buys, um, I think that'd be a great start for them. I, I I think if they did half of that, that'd be a great start. I don't know what, what, what number they have in mind for it, but I'm just thinking, you know, for a, a, a starting, you know, a private platform just starting up and they got some financial backers. I'm not looking at it as they're going to recoup all their money in one fell swoop. They have to be looking at it as this plus the Adrian Broner fights and then maybe some other future fights down the road, you know, it'll help them and, and just memberships will, will help them. That's how that's how I'm looking at it. Yeah, I, they have to be hoping to convert buys into members. Because, uh, yeah. like, you know, if they did 135,000 buys at $40, that's 5.4 million, just under $5.4 million. And you now that, then you take away the cost of actually putting on the fight. Uh, you know, how much are you left with? So, yeah, it, it's, well, that's going to depend on whether or not they have, you know, a, a like a, a war chest, like they say, and then they've just got money sitting there from their investors that they can use to, to pay Crawford and Avanesian, because, I mean, he's going to get paid too, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> or if they are literally saying, hey, man, you need to go out there and push this app because you're, you're going to get what you're going to get based off of the number of sales. Whew, boy. Um, either way, I don't think it, like I said it, it would have to do better than than the Sean Porter fight yeah. for for him to to go back to the negotiating table with Spence and 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 um, him having some some um, some leverage there. I think this this is going to make it a little bit worse for him to be honest. All right, because he's not Avanesian. I mean, he he tried to hype him up a little bit. Say, hey, you know, he's tough. You may not know him, but he's he's tough. But that doesn't help your case, bro. Yeah. All right. That, that's that. Yeah. You may not know him. That doesn't help your case. Right. Um, we don't know him. I don't care how tough you, you, you say he is. We don't know him. And if you knock him out like we expect you to, you know, like that doesn't, that doesn't do anything for us. So we'll see. December 10th, guys. That's that's all I got to say. All right. Uh, any, any last words before we get out of here? We're going to wrap this up and then we'll, we'll cover some Dimitri Bevo in, in the next uh, the next episode. Um, I'm going to say this. Uh, is looking so I'm looking at some of Crawford's past uh pay per view numbers. I see 50,000. Mm-hmm. Um, he did 135,000, like you said, with uh Porter. Um, and then I think Spence with Ugas did 240,000. So just to give you a range, and then, I mean, look, Wilder, Wilder is reportedly did seventy five thousand, right? And that was, you know, he, he was fighting his sparring partner, so yeah. Um, and that's low. That's obviously a career low for him. But I mean, I feel like if they can pull seventy five to one hundred and thirty buys, um, that's got to be a win, right? Yeah. You know yeah. yeah. So. Um, I, I would assume that that's somewhat of the bar, right? You got at least 75K and uh, up to, you know, 130. That would be great for them. So 
We'll see how it goes, man. We'll see. That would be um look, I don't know how many downloads BLK Prime has. Um I'm looking at the the app store on online. I see 56 ratings, right? Uh, I don't know how many actual downloads it has. I'm looking at Twitter. They have 795 followers. <sighs> I, I don't know, guys. <laughs> I don't know. How are they going to promote this? Where are they promoting this fight? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and look, this is the quote, right? We, we Again, we don't we don't agree with Bob, right? But when it comes to, you know, the fact of of Crawford not being the draw, um, Bob said, and I quote, Terrence Crawford is one of the best fighters in the world today, and he's tremendously skilled. Unfortunately, he hasn't been shown to be a fighter that is a draw on pay-per-views for whatever reason. So, I mean... I do. I think. Do I think again? Bob has some some fault in that, of course. Um, yeah. But the fact of the matter is, that's just what it is. Whether Bob did that to him to start it off, it's it, it, he hasn't recovered from that. So it's just that. That's just keep that in mind as you're listening to this. We're not hating on the on the guy. We agree with what Bob said here. He is tremendous. He's one of the best fighters in the world. But. That's where the risk comes in because he just he just hasn't shown to be able to sell a fight. Yeah. All right, we'll leave it there. Uh, leave us your thoughts. I'm very inter- interested to hear what you guys have to say about this. Um, all right, we're gonna get out of here. Make sure you follow us: Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Ring Kings Pod. And if you wanna uh, support the show a little bit further, Patreon.com/slash/LBHT Show. Okay, that that is our Patreon for our uh, main sports uh, channel, Lunch Break Hot Take, uh, which we have, you know, we have that show. And then we have uh, Ring Kings podcast. Also, our guy, Mr. OTR Mike, has his own podcast, Open Mic with OTR Mike. All right. So make sure you uh, subscribe over there and follow and listen uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. And uh, yeah, we'll wrap this up and uh, we'll we'll get to the B-Wall fight uh, shortly. But thank you for everybody for listening. B, are you ready? Uh, no. He is not ready. He is not ready. All right. Um, oh, man, I didn't realize that we were going with the the outro here. Hold up. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, man. Hold up. Hold, hold up. Hold up. Let, let me help you out here. Let me help you out. December 10th. You know what I mean? Tune in to BLK. BL. BLK. Pride. Black Pride, baby. We in the building. Tune in, y'all. If y'all don't, you know what I mean? Y'all some haters. If y'all do, you know what I mean? It is what it is, man. Support the kid. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Don't be a hater. We in the building. (laughs) (laughs) All right, B, take us out. We will see y'all next time. Peace.